All right. Are they going back to the... Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Maybe... Is Gary, is Gary still in the wedding? He was on. All right. So if everybody can mute themselves since he's not around. Rabbi Yisai, today's shir is being sponsored by Shmelke Goodman. Gutman, sponsoring all three shiurim for the day, starting last night. Um, his father-in-law's yard side, this Shabbos, Chami Moiri. Mmm, I better look this up because everything printed out backwards. That's not good. Alright, so we'll move on. Meanwhile, I'll get the... Uh, the right spelling here. You know what? Let's do it right now so we get it right. When I print, sometimes. Okay, here goes. Sorry, sorry. No. Okay, so first of all. Oh, sponsored by Schmelke Gottman, Lila Nishmas. Avi Meirit says, Rabbi Yitzchok ben Rabbi Yehuda Zechron Levracha, Lil Nishmas, Imi Merasi, Moras Rachel, Bas Rabbi Arye Leba Koyin Zechron Levracha, Lil Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Chaim ben Avram Zechron Levracha. This came out completely wrong. It says Chami Meiri here. Okay. Uh, another sponsor for today, dedicated by Howard Taber in honor of the upcoming marriage of his son, Jacob Taber. To Melissa Robinson, your loyal YouTube Daf Yemi participant from West Hempstead, New York. Ah! West Hempstead, New York. So Yishar to the sponsors. Listen to this one. From Saul Feldman. L'chvoyed Admor HaKadosh HaTzadik Rav MDY Shlita. So I gotta stop there. We have a few problems. Based on what we learned yesterday, does anybody see a problem with this? Nachama. L'chvoyed admar ha-kadosh ha-tzadik. Rav me-emdiy shlita. The problem is we learned ha-kadosh is only for Rabbeinu ha-kadosh. Rabbi, even Rabbi Yaisi doesn't get ha-kadosh. And this is a person that knows this stuff. You'll see, he brings in, he, he listens to the daf, and he says, this is a big shayla here. Admar ha-kadosh. Ha-tzadik. Rav, emdiy. Another problem, I'm not the Rav of MDY, they actually asked me to, they advised me to be the Rav there, to at least sit in the front, so that if somebody tries to hop our place, they could be an official person, I could be the face of, my seat is in the center, they don't wait for me for Shmones or Shema, they don't give me any alias, I'm not the Rav of MDY. So there's a few problems here. I didn't even want to say the Rav's first name, to be machmer about the sheet, about not saying one's Rebbe's name, as we similarly spoke about mentioning Abba Chalafta on Kuf Tes Vav Amad Aleph. So the guy knows his stuff, but he doesn't know about HaKadosh. It's correct to refer, maybe because this, this was written actually maybe before, it's correct to refer to the Daf with English letters, I guess this totally in the Machloik is about Amad versus Page. Thank you for being the best co-pilot during the long summer drive to the Catskills. So that's why I'm reading it today, because he's going up to the mountains in Istanbul. Maybe he did already. I tried to do Chazara via YouTube one and a half times speed during the drive. In addition to Limit Atayra, no Bittles Man, 
with my passengers, the shiurim are funny, entertaining, and help keep me awake. How are those jokes on one and a half speed? I don't know. I mean, the punchline is like this missing like that. Mm. Yes, the rough shiurim keeps people awake. Okay, thank you, thank you. Wishing you all the brachas that you taught us about Shabbos, Nachlo Belimitzarim, and Nitzel Meshib Goliois, Saul Feldman, Keis Be Brooklyn. I'm not from Brooklyn, so I don't have a Brooklyn accent. I can't tell really from the email, and I don't live on a Mavi Street. Givaldi. Dear Rebelli, as I listened today to Yashir, I heard the great idea to make the Sim Bezer Hashem on Masech Shabbos, each group to join together in Zoom with the group. You forgot to mention Brazil. But I'm sure the reason is because it's not an English-speaking country, but we really hope Emir Hashem to join it. Thank you again for your tremendous job of our Blitz's Torah Worldwide, Chesky Rosenberg. That's the Melamed from Sipalo. The Kitzer, we have Ezra Abrams from Australia. We have that Tzaddik from France. We have the Netzer Mishpacha from Italy. He's a Magichir over there, remember? He said he, he gives the daf. I don't know if it's the Netzer from the hotel, from my kosher hotel, but maybe his father or somebody. Then we have the Chavah from Sultan. We'll get the whole island. We'll, we'll, it'll be unbelievable. It'll be a matzav. Okay. Boisai, we have a tremendous daf again. Daf Kofiotes, continuing with the same unbelievable sugyas that we had before. Each line is a sugya on it itself, and we could talk about every line here, but the Gemara does justice for itself. We don't even need that much extras, and, and it's just beautiful stuff. So we're holding four lines from the bottom of Daf Kofiot Ches on the base. Benes, somehow we got there. Don't expect any nisim today. Omar Rav Sheshis. Tasily. This is an amazing sugya. As I was learning it over and over, I realized, and it connects later on, that we're dealing with Amiraim that kept the entire Torah. Every mitzvah. To the, to the fullest extent. Yet Rav Sheshis says, Tasily, I should be awarded for the kaimis mitzvah tefillin. You and I also are Mekayim, the mitzvah of tefillin. Rashi points out here, he never in his life walked four Amas without tefillin. So you see, what he means to say is that each Amoira here had a mitzvah that they excelled in. Like he brought yesterday, Rabbi Pichas Scheinberg excelled, I don't know, maybe excelled in other things, the one I'm familiar with, and everybody's the tzitzis. He wore a crazy amount of pair of tzitzis. That was his, his favorite mitzvah, so to speak. Says Rashi also, he never went without tzitzis. Daladamas. The famous, we're going to have them soon. Rav Yosef, Rabbi and Rav Yosef were a duo. They were always together. So Rav Yosef asks Rabbi's son, tell me a little bit about your father. The best friends, they argue about everything. What's his favorite thing? Omar He tells him a story. He's walking up a ladder. If one of the strings of his tzitzis got caught in, in the ladder and snapped off. He stood there until he was able to fix his tzitzis. That was his thing. Uh, I don't want to use the word really, but it's like, that was his mishigas. But that was his... 
that was it. You know, people knew him. That, he was crazy about the tzitzis. Everything else, of course, he kept 100%. But if you want to, you talk about Rabbah, it was, it, was, it was the tzitzis. It's interesting because the Rambam says that if you pick one mitzvah and you go crazy over it and that is your thing, then you nitzel from Gehenim. So he also talks about this concept about having your, your, your thing. What is your thing? What is your mitzvah? This you probably heard dozens of times. Also, it's a classic line. What's my schus? Says Rashi, he was the Rosh Hashiva. And one of one is Talmidim, he noticed that one of his Talmidim is Shalom Mesechta, finished the Mesechta. This is always mentioned in the nine days when you make a siyum, it's brought from this Gemara. This is the idea that you can make a siyum. In fact, the Ben Yayada says over here that he would make a yomtov, a yomtov, meaning you don't say Tachnon that day. It was a yomtov. So you make a big suda for, for, for the Rabbana. Imagine there his Mesechta that didn't even have his Rebbe's name in it. It didn't say Abaya in the whole Masechta. You know what's going on here? Half an hour Masechta says Abaya. Every, every two lines Abaya. So he made a half a, a, half a seum, kind of. There's no Rav in Abaya. Okay, whatever it was. What, I'm sure it wasn't every day that they made a seum, because otherwise Abaya would be busy making seum all the time. But they, whatever, maybe it was on all shots. It says Masechta. Omar Rav, Taisili, Dechi Osa Tzuvim Rabbanon Lekamei Dina, Loi, says Rava. Something similar but different. So Abaya treated his Talmidim with all the respect in the world. Rava says, I also treat my Talmidim with all the respect. That when a Talmud, when a, a Talmud Chacham comes to me, I don't, go to, I, don't, I don't rest my head on the pillow. You know, there's some people that say, let me sleep on it or let me... Let me rest, let me lay down, and then maybe something come to me, and all of a sudden, oof, by mistake, I shut my eyes, and I felt, I had to rest my eyes a little bit, and then I fell asleep. He refused to put his head on the pillow, until, obviously, this is not usur. he wasn't trying to uh, find favor more in the Talmud Chacham, but the point was, maybe, that he, he put his din first, he, he was thinking about it more, Let, let's get this Talmud Chacham out of the way, so he could continue with his learning, etc., Here's another idea that I love Tamid Chacham so much that I cannot judge a Tamid Chacham. He comes to me, I am biased. Just like I cannot judge my father, I can't judge a Tamid Chacham. I love him like I love my own body. And I am biased. This is the sugya of how you have to be Mechabed Shabbos. He would dress in his finest. Omar, Boyu, Shabbos, Hamalko. Let's go greet the Shabbos queen. And this we say in Shul every Friday night, Rabbi Yadni Lovish Money, he would put on his Shabbos clothing. Mali Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. Omar, As we say in the Chodoidi, welcome the Kala, welcome the Kala. Rabba Barab Huno, Iklali Bey Rabba Barab Nachman. Rabba Barab Huno showed up for Shabbos to Rabba Barab Nachman's house. He noticed that they had three saw worth of these wafers. 
a tremendous amount of wafers. I did the cheshman yesterday, it was like, I don't know, 48 meals, or something crazy. What, you, you knew I'm showing up? How do you know? Well, you think you're more important than it, than Shabbos, than her herself? We made this the covet Shabbos. We do this every week. Rabbi Abba would buy 13 Astiri's worth of meat from 13 different butchers. So Rashi says later on, that this is an exaggeration. And we have a lot of times in Shas, the number 13 is an exaggeration, like the number 400 a lot of times in Shas, the number 300, and the number 13 is an exaggeration according to Rashi. But it means that he went to many different butchers, one after another. So he would buy a couple pounds of meat, and he would run home and put it by the doorstep, by the doorway, and he would yell into his staff, to his chefs, we say, Rabbi Sai, the meat's here. You better hurry up and make this quickly because more is on the way. I'm going right out. I gotta, I gotta hit the, another 12 butcher shops. So cook this up quickly. We'll see later that the Marsha actually doesn't like to say that 13 is a guzma, 13 is a special number like Bar Mitzvah, and Shlesh Midos, and the 13 Midas of Rachamim, 13 is a number. He used to sit on an ivory chair. Why is the Gemara saying that? Who cares what chair? To show us that he was very wealthy. Even today, ivory is very expensive. And he would sit there and fan the flame. If a person could afford if a person, what did you write? No, I saw something come on my screen. 13 pieces of meat from 13 different stores. Okay, I don't know what it said. Something. Did I make a mistake? It was a correction? No? Okay. The point is that I don't care how many servants you have and how wealthy you are, you sit there and you fan your fire. You do something physical. That is the point of this whole sugya. Sit in your golden chair, sit in your ivory chair, do it, sit wherever you want, but you're going to be fanning this flame like a slave. Rav Anon lovish gunda. Rav Anon would put on his black clothing. You know, like those chefs, they wear those aprons because you get dirty. When you make food, you get dirty. Those clothing that you, we just learned the other day. Limda the Gemara said a few days ago that when you the, the Kayan took out the the, uh, the the deshen, he switched up his clothing. So too he would wear his apron, make food, get all the grease on it, then he would change his clothing. In other words, he wanted to show, I'm getting down and dirty here. This is the Kavach Abbas Kaidish. The famous line. These are Amiraim. Rav Safro, this is kind of gross even. He would take the head of the animal and singe the hair so that he could eat this head, put it, cook it. You need to singe the hair off. His wife could do it. His slave could do it. No, he does it. Rava Molach Shibuto. If you look in the Mishnabura, the Bir Alacha, there's a concept of yes, you have to learn Torah. And Torah is number one. 
And Torah comes before all mitzvahs. Yet, there's a special dispensation when it comes to Shabbos. You stop and you do something for Shabbos. It's an amazing thing. Because if you're learning Torah, you don't say Kriya Shema. You don't, say, you don't do anything. There's one thing that you see. No matter who you are and what you are, you stop and you do something for Shabbos. Reading this, we, we can't just read it and move on. We have to actually internalize it and do something ourselves. Mop the floor, wash a bathroom, whatever it is. Look up at Shabbos Kodesh. And I'm reading like I, for five years that I lived here in Israel, every single Friday I would go to the Merkaz. It's a beautiful thing here. You go from store to store, from the bakery, and then you get some nuts for Shabbos, and then you get some cakes, and you go here, and you get this, and you get the, the candy from the candy store. It took me, and then the guy's selling fruit outside, and you get strawberries. Mamish, Lakovich, Shabbos, Kodesh. And then I, I, I figured I'll be smart about it, and I hired this boy, this young kid. He's not even bar mitzvah. I give him a few shekel, and he does my, the whole round. Everything that took me two hours, he saves me two hours. I'm thinking it's a terrible, it's a loss. It's a loss for me. So I don't know that I'm going to go back to do that because I don't have the time, but I really have to incorporate. I, it's a tremendous loss. I did it because of the that was my contribution for Shabbos and for the week. You're paying him the Kavit Shabbos Kodesh. No, no. There's no shliach in this. That's the whole point. There's no shliach. All these rich people could pay their servants. They have servants. There is no shlichus. You have to do it by yourself. Ellie, you're painting the guy. That's not a shliach. No, that, that, a hun- no that's, that's a shliach. That's a shliach. Avi, I'm trying to tell you. There's no way out of this. You have to get your hands dirty. That's what the sugi is telling us. All these, the guy that, the, the one that had an ivory chair, he could also pay somebody to sit there with a the fan and go like that. He had the money. It's not about that. It's about you doing something for Shabbos Kodesh. I was saying, his brother, you have to stop. No matter what, do something. Even for 25 seconds, but you have to, you can't just come into the shop and say, oh, your wife did everything, you show up. You're missing my point, Ellie, you're missing my point. Money doesn't work. No, you're giving the guy something to cover Shabbos Kodesh. I gave him money. You get the credit for, the, for him running around for two hours, but you get the second credit of doing something to cover Shabbos Kodesh if you do nothing. What? You mean it's hard for me to go into my pocket like the Tsugit to take out a, you get, you get an award for taking? Anything. No, no, you have to get down and dirty. You have to wear a black cloth and get dirty. Polish your shoes for Shabbos. You have to do it. Taking money out of your pocket is not, is not a malacha. That's not, that's not hard. Spending money? No, that's not, that's not the point. The spending that we're going to get to. Spending. We're talking about physical things. All these things. Let's go on. You'll see. Rabuno Madlik Shroge. Rabuno would light the candles. Maybe that's where the minute comes that men, they do a little bit on the candle. Rapapa Godil Psilta. This is it. He would make the, the wick. Rav Chizda Parim Silka, he would chop the beets up, he would dice them up. So you remember we had Rabbah and Rav Yosef before, he wanted to know what's Rabbah's mitzvah. Here they are, all of a sudden, here they are again. Rabbah vir Rav Yosef, the two of them together, they're, they're, they go together. They would uh, cut the wood up, chop the wood, chop the wood. Not take out a dollar from your pocket and pay a kid to chop the wood. He would. It's not, that, it's not saying that this was his mitzvah. No. This is just what he did no, this is what he did for Shabbos. Right. Yeah, yeah. He would light it up. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak. Now, in order to understand this next line, I, I understand this a little bit better. My father in law, the surgeon, 
he had a resident, a Chinese resident, and uh, this years ago he taught him how to be a head and neck surgeon, whatever. So my father-in-law goes around the world giving talks like these surgeons do, because he invented a bunch of stuff. So he gets to, to China and he tells me that this guy literally insists that he lifts him out of the car and that he schleps every suitcase. It's like a whole thing. It's a, a cer certain honor that we have no idea about. That it's something that they, they, they know, we don't, we don't understand it. But I never understood it, like I'm, I'm reading this Gemara now, and it makes a lot more sense. This, this coming line. Rav Nachman by Yitzchok, mechatev v'oyil, mechatev v'nodim. He would carry things, he would carry boxes. What's the carrying? No, no, I carry. And all these pictures, I see of this guy, this Chinese guy, holding his folder, holding his suitcase. He insisted, literally, he would try to schlep my father and lift him up and bring him out of a car. Omar, idu mechalen le Rabbi Ravasi. If Rabbi Ravasi would show up over here, would I not carry their suitcases and everything? Of course I would, so for Shabbos also. This happened with Rabbi Amri, and they said, Would I not schlep for Famous, famous story, Yosef Moikir This is the guy, and his name was Yosef Moikir He always respected Shabbos. There was a guy in his neighborhood who had, who was very wealthy. The stargazer told him, Everything you own, he's going to inherit it all. Ozal, he had a great idea. He sold everything he had. All his businesses, everything. He bought a valuable stone, a pearl, says Rashi. He put it in his hat. Now, what he didn't understand is that if a Baruch wants to take your money away, there's no, there's no way out of it. You could try to invest it here, you'll put it in the securest place over there. There are people that put their money in the World Trade Center, in the vault in the bottom. There's no way you could penetrate that vault. The, the, the largest vault. Then came 9-11 and poof, it disintegrated. So whatever you had, in, there's no way out of it. If a Baruch wants to take it away, that's how it goes. When he was walking over the bridge, this he forgot about, that this is something called the wind, and it blew his hat off. Shadi Bamaya threw it into the water, Bali Kavra, and then a fish came and swallowed it. Askur, fishermen came, caught the fish. I saw a pan in the Mali shops, they were stuck. Now they have a dead fish. An hour before Shabbos, there's nobody buying fish now. The marketplace is closed. Amri, they had a great idea. Manzavi Kashta, who's going to buy it at this time of the day? This one guy who loves Shabbos so much, he will probably trade in the fish that he has for this beautiful giant fish. We're talking about a fish that could swallow a hat. So it's a pretty nice sized fish. The Ruggle is oven. He always buys. I'm two Yinahali Zavne. So they brought it to Yosef. He said, Sure, I want it for my Shabbos. Kare, he opens it up. He finds a valuable stone. Zavne bit Leisari. So Rashi learns over here that it must be an exaggeration because the word Ilyasa, says Rashi, means the typical translation of an Aliyah Sagag, of an attic. So you have 13 attics worth of gold. Says Rashi, okay, it's a little bit of a, of a, of a stretch. Taisa says, Elisa is the name of a vessel. So he, that makes a lot of sense. He had 13 vessels, golden vessels. It was that valuable. We could understand that. The Marsha says no. 13 is not exaggeration. 13 has to do with Yudgimel Midois. Yudgimel Shatari Nadresh's Bam. Yudgimel Midois of Rachamim. 13 of Bar Mitzvah. Vuchulu, Vuchulu. 
Over here we must say that Ahu Saba means Eliyahanavi. Eliyahanavi bumps into him. Omar Mandi Yosef Shapsa. Whoever borrows on the account of Shabbos, Pari Shapsa. So, could you borrow money to buy things for Shabbos? That's the big question. The Vilna Gain says yes. The Bach says yes. But they came to ask the Chazanish, who happens to be a big Gronik also. The Chazanish was a big fan of the Gronik. And the Chazanish said, listen, if somebody came to you and said that you have, that he has betachen in Hashem, that he'll get, he doesn't know where to pay you back, but he has betachen that Hashem will get, would you lend him money? So if you have that kind of betachen, in other words, the Chazanish was saying that there is the concept that you borrow and Hashem pays you back, no matter what. But you really have to believe it. You can't just, ah, oh, and, and you're really doing it for yourself. You're really, it has to be with that strong betachen that Hashem is going to pay you back, then Hashem pays you back. Like Rabbi Shem Pinkos, it says in the Sefer, he used to go every Friday to the Makolot with his children and tell his children, you could buy anything you want. He didn't have money. He was pretty, he didn't have money. Buy anything you want. Hashem's paying back. Okay, Rabbi Shem Pinkos, he was a big Balbi Tachan. Everything paid back. The very wealthy in Israel, what's the schos? Omar lay b'shvil shema asrim, because they take meiser. Shenemar aser to aser. So this is talking about meiser on food. So aser b'shvil shetis asrim. The famous: if you take meiser, you'll become wealthy. Shebavavel b'mayim zoychim, because in bavel you don't take meiser from food. Omar lay b'shvil shem chavim satayr. Now the Torah does bring down that this concept of aser b'shvil shetis asrim. Don't get worried that you watch official. Read the article. If you give, you give. Akash Baruch gives much. He gives it all back and more. But that applies also in Chutzlar, it says the Torah. Now, the extreme wealth, they were talking about extreme, extreme wealth. The Bill Gates. So that's in Eretz Yisrael, Aser, B'Shvil Shetis Asher. And in other, in Bavel, it's because the Mechabit Torah. Shebeshayi Ratzai, Zbimayim Zoychim, Amalei, B'Shvil Shemechavdim Sashabos. Because they respect Shabbos. Story. He was in Chutzlaret. And he was, in, he was a guest. And they brought a golden table. It took 16 people to carry the weight of this gold. That's how wealthy he was. They had 16 chains made out of silver in order to carry the table. We had these words yesterday. All these glasses and ladles and pitchers, kvuiz boy, were on this table. Vol of kolminim machal and all the types of food, kolminim godim, ubesomim and fragrances. When they put the table down, Hashem ha'aretz umeloya, they would say this whole pasuk. Everything is Hashem's. Okshem esalkim ha'isayoyimim, hashomayim shomayim Hashem va'aretz nasam. He gave us a little bit, but it's his. Omarti loy b'ni b'mezochisel akach. How how are you zayich? Omar li katzavoyisi. I didn't, I didn't inherit this well. I was a butcher. Every time I saw an animal, I forgot, what was the name of that restaurant in New York? That they actually own also like a butcher shop and they take their one, there's one pound of like unbelievable meat and they serve it over there like uh, that, that famous restaurant in Manhattan. Uh, not... No, 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 no. It's like one of the... No, not reserve, maybe reserve, like one of those, fine. 
Yeah, the newer ones. Lamare is 30 years old. Umarti loy. Ashrecha shizochiso. Yes, because you set aside, all he did is set aside the best animal or the best cut of that animal for Shabbos. And every time a new one came and he put that one in and he was very busy with his one mitzvah. That was his one mitzvah. Rabbi, again, you see this idea. That one mitzvah. And that's why he was like to all this wealth. The Caesar said to Rabbi Why does the chong smell so good? We have a special spice, it's called Shavas. We put it inside and it makes everything smell good. Could I have some of that? It's a special spice, it only works for if you show him Shavas. It doesn't help for if you show him Shavas. The famous Psukim they were talking about. Where's Avi Tekotsky? Avram Tekotsky. You've got to find out if he still wears his hat when he makes Kiddush. You've got to incorporate the stuff in the Shabbos. I don't know. I don't want to chop too many things. I'm going to start going to the Merkaz now. This, and I'm going to say all these Pesukim now. And then I'm not going to do any of it. So the Gemara says, if it says right before, and then it says, now, we already talked about Shabbos. So what's V'ligdoish Hashem Mechubad? Omelei Zeh Yom Kippur. It's not Shabbos, because we already spoke about Shabbos. We already said, V'karaz Shabbos, V'ligdoish Hashem Mechubad. So, it's Yom Kippur, Shem Boi Lo'yachila V'lishtiyo. Omertayra, so what do you do? Kabdeu B'ksus Nekiyo. So you can just fly through these three words, but this is something that everybody's familiar with, that on Yom Kippur we wear a kittel. Why? Because on Kufi Tess and Shabbos it says, B'ksus Nekiyo. In a nice, clean, begged. So we're a kittel. Next, I mean, every line here we could stop and talk. What do you do special about Shabbos? Rav says you make the meal earlier. Now there's no machlaikas here. It just depends what you typically do and how you typically do it. Shmuel says you should go later because you want to be hungrier. You come in with a more of a taiva to eat. Rav says, but if you typically go later, so do it differently, do it earlier. Like us spoiled Americans. We eat steaks all week long. Or in France, they drink wine every day. So, so what's, what's Suda? We have a Suda Shabbos every day. So what are we going to do different today? If that's what you do, if typically you eat at 6 o'clock, wait till 8 o'clock. But if you eat at 8 o'clock, do it. 6 o'clock. Rav Sheshes. I mentioned a few days ago, and, and somebody was asking, where, what, Rav Sheshis was blind. Why was he blind? Because he chose to be blind, together with Rav Yosef, because they accepted upon themselves to do Shmir Sanayim, and it wasn't working out very well. So they, they asked Hashem, they, because they made a Kabbalah, that they're going to be like their Rebbe, like Rav. They asked to be blind. Rav Sheshis, Bekaita, so since he was blind, he had no idea when the Shir was over. When the time came, like me. If I don't look at the clock, all of a sudden, oh, it's uh, 8 o'clock, you got to stop. Bekaita, chas v'shalom, not the blind part. Bekaita, moisev lulu rabbonu neichad dematio shimsho. So he had a trick. He put the, his talmidim in a place where the sun is going to hit at the end of the shear. So when the sun hit, they started rustling around. He heard the noise. He heard they were uncomfortable. Then he said, okay, shear is over. But they didn't have a, a mechutzef waving his hands. Hey, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock. You know, that's kind of... Respectful, yeah, yeah, okay.
Reb Sheshes, we can't have a modern Rabbon Echad Mati Shimshon. B'sifso in the winter, my sister Rabbon, same trick, but in the reverse. Hechad Mati Tula, where it becomes shady and cold. Hechu, the lake Muchayo, Ahayo. That they should, uh, they should know when to stop. Real quickly, I learned in Panevich Yeshivik Tana. My Rebbe was Remichli Yudalevkovich in, in Shir Gimel. I had a Goladar as a Rebbe. Then he wasn't known as a Goladar. Who was the Rebbe in the parallel class? Rebarin Leach Steyman. Everybody wanted to learn by Remichli Yudal. He was considered an unbelievable Magid Shir. So we had this chus of once learning by Rebarin Leach Steyman. And in the middle of Shir, the Oilam wasn't happy because he just kept on going. So they started banging their feet on the floor. Chutzofim, Israeli, B'nai Braki kids. So he said, Yeish Raglaim Ladover. I remember him saying this thing. Yeish Raglaim I have to stop Shir because Yeish Raglaim Ladover. There are feet that testify to the fact that I need to stop this Shir. Rabbi Zeiro, Mahadir Azuzay Zuzay Rabbonon. Azuzay Zuzay Rabbonon. The turning of the of Tukufiyot test on the base is for our good friend Fischl, who does Aser Bishvil Shittis Asher, and is featured in Mishpocha magazine, that's who sponsors the, the turning of the daf today. Mahadir Azuz Azuz He would see his Talmidim talking and learning, staging away on Shabbos. I'm begging you, don't be Mechal Shabbos. We have an obligation of Oynik Shabbos. You have to eat. In fact, it's brought down in Allah. You're not allowed to fast past a certain time. Past the Chatzais. Oyning Shabbos. Even if you're learning, stop. Even an individual diving by himself on Arab Shabbos, if you're in quarantine and you're diving by yourself, Vayichulu is a testimony. You need two people, right? You always, if you finish one answer, you always go to your friend because you say Vayichulu with me because you're testifying. But even if you're diving by you should say Vayichulu. It's as if he's a partner because he's testifying that Hashem created the world and he made Shabbos. Now, we mentioned this in, when we're learning Brachas, I believe. Why do we say Vayichulu in Shul? We said it already in Shemona Esrei. So the Rosh says, because of this one time or a couple times a year that Yantif falls out on Shabbos, and you don't say it in Shmonesri, so you say it afterwards. So the whole year, we say Vayichulu afterwards, Lezecher, that, so there's no, you don't forget. Every single Shabbat, so why do you say it when you come home? You already said it in Shmonesri. You say it when you come home for your family. How do you know that words, the exact opposite of the, the famous song, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me, over here the opposite. Words have more power than a stone, than something. Words are powerful. They created the world, words. Shinemar bidvar Hashem, nasu. With the words of Hashem, he didn't do it with his hands, he did it with his words. Words are very powerful. Omar Rav Chizdo, Omar Maruk, Vokalam is Baal Berev Shabbos, Vayimir Vayichulu, Shnei Malachi Ashor, Samalavim Leilo Adam, Benichim Idei Maroi Shei Vayimir Loi. If a person says Vayichulu, Two malachi asharis, one good, one bad, I think. Manichim yidei maroishoy, and they say, should be forgiven for michatayim. Tanya Rabbi Yosi bar Yudoimer, shnei malachi asharis, malavin leiladim bar Shabbos, mebeisa knesses lebeisa. I just said I think, I think it's the same malachim that we're talking about. Echad toiv echad ra. There's two malachim that come with you. 
One is good and one is bad. And the job of the good one is to make you look better in Shemaim. The job of the bad one, he's a prosecutor. He says, you're bad. When the person opens up his front door, and the lights, are, the, the, the candles are lit, and the, the, the table set beautifully, and his bed is made. This should happen next Shabbos as well. It seems like the fact that the Malach says Amen, it helps you in a way. He can't harm you next week, let's say, or whatever it is, but he must say Amen. You walk in, and if the place is a wreck, he gives you a little curse, and the good Malach has to say Amen forcefully, against his will. Amen, Rebbe a person should set up his table. Let's say he ate, uh, he frisked on Erev Shabbos. You're not allowed to. But let's say he went to a wedding and he, whatever, he had a mitzvah. So he, now he's not hungry at all. He should set his table, even if it means put the flowers down, put all the nice silver, even though you're going to eat. So here is the concept of Malava Malka. Another major halacha, Melava Malka. Even though you're not going to eat only Kazayas. If you drink hot water or bathe yourself in hot water, it, it has healing properties. Pass Shabbos, you take a hot loaf of bread out of the oven. It could heal you. Rabbi Abba, says the Gemara, this is an incredible story. Every single Motzei Shabbos, he would look through his barn and find an animal that was the third born. I don't know how many animals he had. But every Motzei Shabbos, he looked, searched for this perfect animal. The third born, all through Shabbos, tastes the best. Mogad Avram points out from this, and this was for Motzei Shabbos. He points out, that it's better to make Malava Malka on Fleshiks. Have ochal, every word here, I'm telling you, every word is a sugya. Have ochal minei kulyasa. All he ate from it is a small part of the kidney. So Avimi, his son, grew up. Daddy, I don't understand. You shech the whole animal, and all you eat is a small part of the kidney. Obviously, you're shechting an animal for Shabbos, Erev Shabbos. Take a little part of the kidney and put it aside. So he did so. And he set the animal that he's supposed to kill, he's supposed to shecht. I'm on to Shabbos. Let's call this animal Ruvain. He put Ruvain aside. He said, I'm not going to shecht Ruvain. I'm going to use Shimon's kidney for Matzi Shabbos. So came a lion and ate Ruvain up. So if you look at this sugya, just think about it for a second, you see a number of things. What I see from here is the concept of having that one mitzvah that we spoke before. Rabbi Vos, one thing was, I don't know one thing, but here he was very makbid on Malava Malka of eating that one piece of a kidney. You can make fun of him. His son says, what are you doing? I don't understand. There's a better way. No, that was his mitzvah. And when that's your mitzvah, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps you do that mitzvah. And then you have those animals, the eagle tilt every Shabbos, every Matzah Shabbos. And you try to avoid it. You try to, maybe uh, I could get away 
Some, somebody else will do it for me. I'll, take, I'll put it in the freezer. I'll take it. No. You see, you don't gain anything. Comes a, a lion and eats it. The idea of do, even though, so this gives merit. This is uh, a limutzchus, more than a limutzchus, for my mother-in-law. I said she makes an entire turkey and no one eats it. But my father-in-law takes like a little bite. A part of that kidney. And that's her mitzvah. That's, her, that's how she's mekayimit. And you can make fun of her and say, what are you doing? But that's how she respects Shabbos. It's a, it's a person's, almost like a mishigas. I could call my mother-in-law turkey mishigas. But that mishigas is that person's mitzvah, and don't go away from it. That's what the Gemara says. Don't, don't stop doing it. That's your thing. Don't stop doing it. Because if you stop doing it, you're not going to gain anything. Famous, famous Gemara. Again, if you say, with all your strength, says Rashi, with all your kavana, says Taisvis, we had a Rosh Hashiva come to Chicago and he screamed like a Meshuggah. Literally, on top of his lungs. For a minute straight, the Chazan was done with Kaddish and he's still, oh ma, top of his lungs. And I was just thinking this morning, that maybe in B'nai Brak he doesn't do that. Because over there they throw him out of the neighborhood. But when he comes to America, here he could be Mekayim, the mitzvah. Nobody really knows him. He be Mekayim, Bekol Koychay. But there's an Indian to do Bekol Koychay, screaming like a nut, and having Kavana, at least like Rashi. They'll take away all his Averis, Shinemar, or his Gzardin, his bad Gzardin that he has. Shinemar Bifreya praise Bisrol. Bisnadevan Baruch Hashem. All these bad things that are going to happen in the Kalash, I, I take away because you misnadev, um, you gave blessing to Hashem. Mishim de Baruch Hashem, my time before price, why did I take away their, the, 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 the things that were going to happen to them? Mishim de Baruch Hashem. Even if he has some sort of a going on, they'll forgive him the before price, the by the eagle keeper. If you say Amen with all Kavana, they'll open up the Ganeidin. I think it's the Shoimer Munim that they scream on top of the lungs. They, you don't say Shoimer Munim, but What does the word Amen mean? This is brought down in the Mechaber, and the Mishnah talks about it. Eil Melech Neeman. You are the God that's a trustworthy God. Melech Naaman. So when, that, that's the Rosh Tevis. Aleph, Mem, Nun, Amen, Kel, Melech Naaman. says, Taisvis, Tzorich, Laharibay, B'Shoshay, Mer, Amen. When you say Amen, brought down in Mishabur as well, you have to think about this. It's preferable to think about Kel, Melech, Naaman, when you say Amen. Amen, read the read of Yishmuel, Mishmei, the Rav, Enad, Likim, Mitzuyel, B'Mokim, Sheesh, Chilu, Shabbos. A fire only happens in a place where this Chil Shabbos and Emar, obviously fires happen for other reasons, but predominantly because of this reason. We're going to make a fire. And it's not going to go out. You're not going to be able to put it out. The fire is going to happen on a Shabbos when halachically you can't put it out. Let's say it's not a Pikuach Nefesh. Let the house burn down. Omar Abayah. Maybe nine or ten reasons why there's a Churban Abayas. And, and, and they're not Mechulik on each other. They just add to each other. 
Because of Chil Shabbos, that's why Yerushalayim was destroyed. They didn't say Shema in the morning and evening because they were partying. They, they, at night, they were at the bar. In the morning, they were too tired to get up. They were drinking. And they forgot to look at the beauty and the glory of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what he created by saying Shema. Because, and I was thinking when I was learning this, it's a million of dollars. But in Gaza, what do they teach the babies? Hey Jews. So they have a generation of suicide bombers. So if you take that idea, that concept, and flip it around to Torah, you teach Tinoch Rabbam. That's what it's all about. If you mevatel the Torah of Tinoch Rabbam, then you don't have a future. Then the, the next generation is gone. So Mamela, that's why there was Churban Abayis. Shenemar, Shfoich al Oilo Bachutz. You should pour your cas outside. Matam Shfoich. Shem the Oilo Bachutz. The youngsters are outside. Omar Ula, the Chavishlaim of Nei, Shloy Hoyal, them, Boishes Panim, they didn't have any Bushos, them, Zem. Shenemar, Hoyvishu, Kisei, Eva Asu. In other words, they took bribes. They were, they couldn't care. You, you caught them red-handed. They didn't. They went weiter. There's no difference between a gadol and a and a common folk. Everybody was equal. And the the the, the common people were the same. Yerushalayim wasn't destroyed. They didn't give Musa to each other. They didn't rebuke each other. We already learned about this, that today it's very difficult to do this mitzvah because people are leitzonim, etc. It's probably better not to. The way the, the rams, they walk, they walk head into tail. They put their head down. And they looked away. It's not proper. It's not an American way to tell somebody off. They were in Vayish, they degraded the Tamid Chacham Shenem Harvayu Malivim. There's no healing. If you embarrass the Tamid Chacham, Fine, let's stop here. Have a wonderful Shabbos, Rabbi Yisai. Shira Matzi Shabbos is 9.30. I believe I'll be back in the Beis Medrash uh, Matzi Shabbos. If you want to join Matzi Shabbos in the Beis Medrash, I'll be there Sunday morning, 7.15, as usual, talking about the Siyom, whatever, we'll talk about a different time. It's in 40 days, and we're planning something beautiful that will... Unite everybody from around the world. What? Go ahead, you know. Let's go.
Dr. Epstein, it's great to see you. Thank you, thank you. Good Shabbos, Rabbi Leader. Good Shabbos. Dr. Epstein, how you doing? It's good to see you, neighbor. Shkoyach to you. Shkoyach. Shkoyach. Yeah, Shira Matzah Shabbos is 9.30. Good Shabbos, Tzvi, fine, Yishkoyach. Who's that? Who's just said that? Oh, I, I want to hear that again. Say, say it again. I didn't hear it well. I, what did you say? No, not, not your name. The sentence before that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Shkoyach, Shkoyach Larry, thanks. I 